DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and the favorite chip and the favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome into the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. The normal crew is back with you here on Wednesday. Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Chris Beam is always doing great work in the back. Gentlemen, how we doing? It's hump day. Hump day! Mm. Mm. Got a little bit of time until Sunday. It's weird not having like an early Like a game game. tomorrow? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little bit different. This is the first normal week of action, and I feel like we should be getting closer, but we're not. Long ways away, man. Got a little bit of ways to go, huh? Yep, yep, yep. That's okay. I guess a little break isn't going to hurt anybody, or at least a normal schedule. It's kind of nice to be on Sunday to Sunday. I'm not complaining. I'm not either. Especially, you you had a lot of flying to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just kind of, you know. How long does it take for you to recover from your flying back and forth? Oh, you know, it's like a player. It's usually not till Wednesday till I'm feeling better. You know, mm. the back's feeling better. Mm. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna compare myself to. The <laughs> Can you sleep on a plane? I cannot sleep on planes. That man. sucks. I cannot do it. Not a huge fan of flying. Are you one? Uh, are you like reading? Are you watching? Video, you know, watching movies? Or are you just staring at the back of the seat in front of you? I'm trying to do something to take my mind off of it. It's the whole roller coaster thing, heck. I just you know oh, it, it put it all together and I you know all. So you you clenched up the whole time, kind of. Wait until you got tight cheeks. <laughs> kind of. The, be- the best thing is when like we ride on the plane going back. Yeah, there's a little clench there. Uh, and I'm his cheeks. If I'm focused on other things, it's fine. But if I got to focus on certain things, uh, so can you work? on the plane? Are you going to sit there and yeah, pull yeah. out a laptop? Yeah, but if I've got nothing to do, I'm just like, God, oh, no. how much time? Oh, oh, okay, ten minutes passed. Cool. We only got three hours left. You know, uh, that kind of thing. Are you the one that watches like the little plane go across the map? Oh, I do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, we're in Little Rock. We're almost there. <laughs> Bro, that's like watching paint dry. That's terrible. Yeah. I do that because I'll, I'll like pull up a laptop in front of me and I'll mm. do whatever on my laptop and then I'll just have that kind of up in front. No, I, think I have it's to relaxing. watch a movie. I have to watch a movie. Yeah. Really? I have to watch a movie. That's you though you go home and you watch a movie yeah like, that's my that's my night. chill that's my chill I, I cannot the, the most frustrating thing is with like my if my i you know my, my ipad but my tablet dies or you know there's they don't have a screen in the back of the headrest that's and the that, worst that's the worst you're yeah. just sitting there literally like this especially if you have a middle seat it's terrible yeah yeah but luckily i have some pretty good status with american airlines so i'm pretty mm. excited it actually helps out a lot you've there always you go. got a guy you know, you American got American takes care of people. They man. do. I love no, American do. Airlines. Isaiah's the plug for all the plugs. Let's just say that. Gotta I mean, he's got up. a he's got a guy with everybody. Careful. Can you can you fly or can you sleep on a plane? I know you can fly. I'm not saying <laughs> what Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Superman. Yes, I can fly. You are Superman. No man, I, I don't have any problems with it. You know, yeah. it's not one of those uh, hangups that I have. But you know, I, I have a problem with 
you know, children on planes. Mm. You know, anytime I'm always surveying, like, look, where's the little kid going? Where's the little kid you gotta going? Your, you got to take your Bose, you know, noise cancellation yeah. headphones with you. That yeah. that it, that I, I can do, but I'm just saying there's some over the years, it's like I'm the guy that gets the kid that's screaming behind <laughs> the whole flight. Kicking that's the me. seat. <laughs> yeah. But fortunately, I have a, a nurturing wife that always says, give the baby to me. Mm. <laughs> like, Boom. And then yeah, she's done. the best. And then yeah, the baby like, next to you. I'm like, stop doing that. <laughs> stop. Stop doing that, man. Oh, it's weird. Man. By the way, these headphones, they're, they are life-changing. Yeah, they, they, they cut out everybody. Lie. Yeah. So, All right. Let's Bose. get in. Thanks, Bose. Bose. Uh, let's get into <laughs> some news and notes with <laughs> Rob Phillips. Anything pop up yesterday? Very quiet day around the start, which is good. Thing good. These days. Which Very is a, good. Which is a good thing. We were talking pre-show. I mean, we've talked injuries yesterday. We covered uh, well, we covered the fact that, that uh, Cedric Wilson is on the COVID list as That's of – Yesterday afternoon, when the transaction wire came out, the Cowboys did not have any additions to the COVID list. Okay. So that's a that's a win. This is crazy. In this right NFL, yeah. that's a big win. Based off the last two days, for yeah. sure, IRS. Because man, seventy five plus players, I believe. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, whether whether they're positive cases or, or close contacts, contact, yeah. and I think yeah, it's two straight days of record numbers. So you hope that turns around. You look at what Cleveland's going through right now. And what you look what the Cowboys went through a couple weeks ago. So you just hope that, that that continues. Yeah, 37 positive tests on Monday for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And then addition to that yesterday, and now we're getting news today about guys like Baker Mayfield is now on the COVID hey, list. Coach. Kevin Safansky is mm-hmm. on the, the COVID list. I mean, we saw what Odell Beckham Jr. hours after playing in Arizona on Monday Night Football, what he was uh, placed on the, the COVID list. He caught a touchdown, and then less than 12 hours later, he was on the COVID list. Mm. So it, it's very interesting to see how this is evolving. And at the moment, uh, the, the Cowboys are at least – they were ahead of the curve. Let's just say it that way because they've, <laughs> they've had some problems. Facts. But yeah. they're not necessarily the problem at the moment. And, of course, that can change in any waking moment. So let's knock on that wood. But Boom. what does this say about the NFL? Or does this mean that there are going to be any changes coming up soon? Or is that something that's that's on the horizon? Yeah, they, they did send a memo out to um, the Cowboys and the other 31 teams that it, all Tier 1 and Tier 2 staff, so that means coaches um, and, and football operations people, anybody that's around the players, um, have to be boosted in the next two weeks. I think it's December twenty seventh. Yep. So, trying to you know boost up that immunity is is the goal. And so we'll see what happens with the players because that's got to be collectively bargained. But uh, the, Cow- the league trying to take steps to to mitigate this, man. You gonna say anything? No, I wasn't. I, I was. Uh. I'm. You know. I'm just. It, this is. A, this is a giant concern for. I mean, not just football teams, basketball teams, but society in general. The numbers going back up, and so you know, I. I really don't want the season to be stalled out. Um, when you saw the percentages go up like this overnight, um, I think. I guess. I guess the only fortunate fortunate for the Cowboys is that they had uh, a kind of an outbreak weeks ago, and some certain uh, provisions have been placed put in place here uh, to make sure that they, this doesn't continue. But it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do, how safe you are, how careful you can be. It's still just one of those things that is ever present. And when we get comfortable and we forget about it, it's like, hey, yeah. I'm here. How are you? Welcome yeah. back. <laughs> it's tough because you don't know if it's the new variant. That's mm-hmm. going around or starting to go around. You don't know if it's the fact that um, 
people that got their their shots in March, it's been nine months, and, and that immunity is just not what it was. Maybe it's a combination of both. But uh, yeah, it's all hex right. Like just when you think we've kind of turned a corner and you relax, here it comes back up again. And the good thing about it is on this show, there was a day and time when it was everything we talked about. It was that was the news of the day, and it was pretty much, I mean, wall to wall, and we hated it. I mean, we would talk about it off air, and we were like, we cannot stand talking about this anymore. We just want to talk football. And this is the first time we've actually had to really talk about it outside of the Cowboys, but that shows just how severe it really is getting. Anything else in terms of the Cowboys and and anything stick out there? Uh, No, just they're back to practice today. It's a pretty nice day out today, a little windy. I would imagine they're outside. I'm not sure on that. Um so let's see what um, see what Tony Pollard can do hmm. this week. If he can get back into limited practice, I think that'd be a sign that maybe he can play. Jerry Jones sound encouraged. We'll see. You know, I think the fact I, he did a little bit pregame with Britt Brown, but it wasn't it, what I saw. It didn't look like he was really pushing it. So I don't think he had a great shot to play to begin with. Maybe that changes with another week. And I don't believe this is up on on the website just yet, but I I talked with Stephen Jones yesterday. We had a quick interview, and he talked about Tony Pollard and actually said that that he, like like Jerry did, felt encouraged but still cautious. They don't want to rush him back, much like they've said with a couple of different guys throughout the year. Tyron Smith being one of those. They want to make sure he's fully healed, fully ready to go, so that way nothing else pops up later on. Do you, would you like to see Tony Pollard back in in the fold quicker rather than later, or do you think you could maybe spare a couple games here? It's been weird how the plantar fasciitis uh, injury has been perceived by people in the NFL saying that if it tears, that's a good thing. I've never heard anything tearing be a good thing, <laughs> but obviously with plantar it is, uh, and it's something that's not going to keep him out for the season. It's just going to be a pain tolerance thing for him. So, I mean, obviously, I want to see him back, but I think I want to see him back healthy enough to make a playoff run. Corey Clement came in and did a really good job. I mean, there's not enough being said about the the substitute duty that he did. So, look, I think when you go up against a defense uh, like the, the New York Giants, I, I believe, obviously, you're trying to get Zeke back on pace uh, right now. If, if Tony is not 100% uh, as, as far as the plantar is concerned, then I would definitely be okay with keeping him out. What do you think, Isaiah? People ain't going to like They don't like what I say. <laughs> I, think, I think you should keep Zeke out this week, personally. I think you keep Zeke sit out this both. week. Sit him. I think you sit him both. <laughs> I think you said them both. I think that you you feel good enough about your team against this particular opponent that you can use this as a potential bye week for those guys. I'm not. Damn. Uh, mm. I, Zeke's not healthy. <laughs> I remember the last time we had confidence like week. this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, no disrespect. I mean, they're, they're it's the they're, Gucci shirt. It's the yeah, Gucci they're, shirt. They're professional team. They're professional team. I mean, but you have an opportunity. You didn't take advantage of the 17 days that you had that you could have got Zeke healthy. Mm. You missed that window, right? You chose to keep him in the game, playing for 14, 15 snaps of pass protection, whatever it was. You missed that opportunity. Here's an opportunity again that presents itself where you know you Zeke's not going most likely not going to have a major impact on this game. Right. Zeke came in last, this past game, looked like he was a little bit better, took one shot on his knee and then where did he go? Mm-hmm. To the sideline. Mm-hmm. He's not healthy. Okay? Much like we're talking about Dak's not who Dak is right now because of whatever's going on with him. Uh, 
Zeke's not healthy, so take advantage of it. Like you said, Corey Clement did a, came in and did a great job. He was running hard. He, he had explosion. He had quickness. He had some quick twitch to him that we haven't seen from our backfield in a, in a, in a while. So let him go out there and do, do what he does. We had Hardy that we brought up from the, from the practice squad. Bring him back out there, too. Let these guys establish a run. It's really an offensive line issue that we've been having, not so much of a running back issue. The running backs just haven't been healthy. So use this week as an opportunity as you start tra- trying to ramp up towards winning this NFC East and get your guys healthy because you're not going to be where you want to be with two limping running backs. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Um, we're going to get into the Giants' offense, by the way. Yes, we will. And they've struggled for sure. Uh, the only, you're right. Like I would love to see Zeke have a week, another week off and get healthier because he did say the mini buy helped him. The devil's advocate side of that is, I would want my as many healthy guys on offense as I can get on the field. And try to get more reps together and get this thing right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's merit to to both sides. What, Resting what, guys what are was the first up. thing that you said though? What word was that? Oh, healthy, 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 <laughs> healthy. Yeah. yeah. And Zeke's not 100, no. percent and he probably won't be 100 percent the rest of the season because there's no more breaks here. You still have three weeks after this one though. So if you wanted to sit him out, you still have three solid games, I mean, three if, reps. If you're locked into the NFC's title by week 18 and you're the fourth seed and you're not going anywhere, there's maybe, maybe there's an opportunity. That's happened okay. before. But 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 if you have a potential, do you guys feel good about this game? I know that comes on Friday. Yeah. Okay, feel good, pretty good about this game. Our ability to execute on offense without our two running backs. We feel good about that? What would you say would be the contingency plan, though? That would make me feel a little better. You just said Corey Clement and Clement and Hardy. And Hardy. What if you replaced Hardy with C.D. Lamb and you put him in the backfield? No, don't, don't, him don't, do don't, don't do that. Him don't do that. Mm, don't do that. He did it a little bit. Don't put him in harm's way. I did it what like twice. Yeah. Don't put him in harm's way. He's good as a changeup. Okay. He's good as a changeup. He, he is. I just thought not, it'd be fun. He's not. He's not Cordell Patterson. You're asking that question for a reason. What? I'm saying if you can utilize this week as an opportunity to get your guys some rest. Pollard, Zeke. Those are the two guys I'm thinking about. Tyron's already gone, right? Uh-huh. Get those two guys a, a week off, okay? Now you let those guys chill, get healthy, work with Britt and work with Jimbo, all those guys, okay? Then you ball out these next few weeks. That's the expectation. And then you, if you ever to secure the NFC East, now that last week, do you need to play them? No. No. No, you wouldn't. So now you're still in two weeks, right? Now that last week, going in, hopefully going into the playoffs – that isn't going to be enough. We know one week isn't enough to get Zeke back where he needs to be. So mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to get him a week off right now, get him back, get him some more reps, and then give him another week off if you take care of business. So I'm saying you have an opportunity to steal two weeks. You don't need Pollard and Zeke to win this game. Yeah. That's a philosophy that I think a lot of Cowboy fans that have watched Zeke over the last couple of weeks are probably, you know, clamoring for that because they feel like, you know, you're not seeing number 21 at his full potential. And when, then when he's in there, like you said, he's limping back to the sidelines. But I also like what Jerry Jones said in his interview on 105.3 about resting anyone. He's like, hell no, nah, we're going up to New York to play for all the marbles. Yeah. We're attacking this as though, look, this is the game to get us in the playoffs. And if that's the mentality, the culture change that we've been talking about the whole time, we're not letting off the gas. Health is what's important. I understand Clearly, obviously, we all trust this medical staff and Britt Brown. They wouldn't send Zeke out there if he was going to be a danger to himself, I feel. So, look, 
the the number one thing is getting this offense back on track. You're still top ten in every statistical category, even right now. But all of that's going to go back down to zero once we get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the healthiest going into it is going to be most important. And it's hard to debate what you just said because obviously if we don't have a healthy Ezekiel Elliott going up against, let's just say, the Rams. If we have the Rams at home for the first – like that's going to be a game that you're going to be saying, look, we need him at 100%, and right now he ain't even close to it. So you you, you see both sides of it. I do, basically of course. what you're saying, but what would you do if you were in that position? If I'm – I mean, y'all know me, man. I'm playing for blood. I, I want it all. I am you know, I, I want I want us to dominate the NFC East. I remember last year. I ain't forgot. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't. You know, and I think that everybody, we're on a revenge tour right now, and we got to get back to get – I understand that – you know, look, this thing isn't over with it and solidified, but this first week could be a situation where we clinch, but we need other help from other teams. But then next week, we should, we should be – the picture should be clearer. You know, and I think when you get down to that maybe – let's just say the, the Arizona game. Mm-hmm. You've clinched the NFC East. You're not going to get any better than where you are. Then maybe that's what we're talking about uh, to start resting it or even considering resting guys. Then, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at it from the standpoint right now. Let's say Zeke. What, what percentage would you say Zeke is right now? Uh, seventy five. I'm not yeah. giving him seventy five. I'd say seventy. I'm giving him sixty. Okay. I say this is sixty percent Zeke. Sixty percent Zeke. There's no burst. There's no there's no running over people. Cut right. There's no cutting right. And if he gets hit, where does he go? Down. He goes to the sideline. So oh. I'm, I'm giving a 60% Zeke. So right now we're asking, we're asking for blood, right? We want to go out there and take blood, right? But we're putting out there a 60% Zeke, mm-hmm. which is a, just that's an estimate, okay? Yeah. Now, if you give him a break, come back next week, maybe you have a 75% Zeke, right? That gets knocked down to maybe a, you know 65 or 70 during the game, and then you can able to build that back up, right? So what I'm saying is, if you have a 60% Zeke right now, and you're not going to get a better version of him going throughout the rest of the season, you're not. So as we start, as you start talking about playoffs and all the things that everybody is hopeful for, you're not going to get anything better than up to maybe a 75% Zeke if you allow him to chill that last week. And you're hoping for that for that situation. You're in control of the situation this week. Clement right now is 100%. What he showed us the other day, yeah, I feel 100% confident with him now. His blocking, I don't know. There's a whole lot of other things that we don't know about. Can he? Does he understand the blocking scheme and all the things that Zeke does well? But in terms of running the ball, we don't need Zeke in this game. What about pass protection? That's that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's that. a, that's aspect that I that I say I can't speak to because I don't know his understanding of the offense that well. Zeke is a beast when it comes to pass protection. He doesn't get enough credit for it. But there's ways that Kellen Moore, being a guru he is, he has to be able to scheme some stuff around. If it comes down to hey playing Zeke because of his ability to block against the Giants versus getting him healthy, Kellen Moore can figure that out. I don't know if I trust this team to start resting people yet. I yeah. think when you have a veteran squad, and this is what yeah. I'm saying, if a guy's hurt, he can't go, he can't go, then let's not even play with that. I'm saying when if the flow that you're going to go in, in with and you're not going to have a bye, this – you get an opportunity to go in with some type of rhythm and momentum. I think even with the Washington football game, you, look, for two quarters, I watched us kick Washington's tail and then completely let off off the pedal. All right. I worry about that. Mm-hmm. I worry about this team. It seemed like they get out of rhythm a lot easier than other teams that I witness. And I worry about that going into the playoffs. If we give too much rest, will we be just completely dysfunctional with not playing our starters or giving these young guys a break going into the playoffs? And I, and I don't disagree with you. I don't consider this to be a rest. I consider this to be a necessity. 
Mm. You, I'm just for for Zeke. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about for Zeke. And, yeah. and, and trust me, I've spent more time than anybody with with this training staff. These guys are amazing. But understand, when I was playing here, I was playing with a, a sub like shoulder. My shoulder would pop out in my sleep. But guess what? On game day, I would still tie that thing down and go play. Mm-hmm. So what percentage was I? I wasn't nowhere near 100%, but I could still make a contribution to the team yeah. in whatever capacity they put me in. I was nowhere near 100%. Couldn't put my arms over my head okay, without my shoulder popping out. So you're, you're, there's guys, if you have the will and determination, you'll play injured. Zeke's playing injured. But in order for him to have an impact on this team, we need him healthy. Zeke, what did he do last week that we felt like he made a huge contribution to the team? No disrespect to Zeke, but what did he do that Clemens couldn't do? Absolutely nothing. Not last week. Not last week. What about the week before? Probably nothing. Nothing. So that's what I'm saying. We're not getting him better. We have a Zeke. That we, Zeke's out there. What does that mean right now when he's 60% of what he could be? Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense, and I yeah. think the coaching staff is going to have a tough decision on that. But a lot of it depends on how Zeke looks in practice, and they get a better look at him than, than we do yep. sitting across the table or sitting across the building than where they are. So. Let's just keep that in mind yep, as well absolutely. when we get into it uh, going into Sunday. Now, when we come back, let's talk about that Giants offense. What are they bringing mm. to the table this week, and what are they not bringing to the table this week when we return here on Talking Cowboys? There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why SLR pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar and a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. It is a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already that Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team, and you can join him to do great work with out, great people for great pay and apply right now at jobsatcaliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. Oh, the money's going to come out of that wallet. Bam! Right there. Bam! Bro, oh, hold, man. hold your phone up next to that. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 not that way, angle. Dog. Not that angle. <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty good angle, too. That just... There's definitely more weight in that wallet than there is in that. I'm phone. just gonna lean into it. <laughs> no, I'm just should. gonna till I can't even fit it. You need a chiropractor pocket. for the wallet. About how long <laughs> do we get until we get like the, the the monopoly money in here and we just start yeah, making it we, rain we, we, on we the? Need something. You got to do yeah, something. You got all money. the money. I do. Yeah, not, that y'all ESPN true. side over there. Yeah, that always gets lost. As long as you hear Chris in the back, he goes, "As long as you clean it up, then it's fine." It's a good. Good point. Welcome in second segment here of Talking Cowboys. Jeez. Chris is he's the overarching figure that nobody really gives enough credit for because he keeps this place running. No, CBZ's the watcher he off is Marvel. Humming. Make sure you clean it up. <laughs> he's the watcher, man. So, so. You guys can throw Monopoly money everywhere, do champagne bottles. I don't care. As long as Ooh, it's clean, clean by the time up. you left. Are you bringing the champagne? <laughs> no. No. Because no, no, the show, no. the next show is starting on time. <laughs> Woo! It is starting on time. <laughs> okay. That. Well, that's, that's another story in itself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yesterday it didn't. Oh, no. <laughs> oh the break. All right. Let's take a look at the injury report for the New York Giants, shall we? Shall we? Talk about it. It's uh, it's not great for them. the New York football Giants. Daniel Jones, pretty much out. Still technically questionable, but you can say it's a slim chance that he's back this week. Kadarius Toney, who really torched the Cowboys the first time around back in week five. He's on the injured reserve, and he's got COVID. Mm, so. Uh, yeah, I so hate to hear that. Not going to happen with him. <laughs> uh, Kyle Murphy, offensive lineman, out. Adoree Jackson, questionable with quad, with a quad. Okay. Leonard Williams, questionable with an elbow. Mm. So there are a lot of guys that, that are key contributors for the Giants that are out, and I, I believe there's even more on that list than what I'm looking at at the moment. So, mm. Rob, when you look at this team coming in, what are they going to bring to the table on the offensive side if they don't have Daniel Jones? And they don't have Kadarius Tony. Tell us, Rob. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Now, they've had three games since Jason Garrett was fired mm. as offensive coordinator. And Joe Judge, in his statement, said, we're not scoring enough points. Well, in the three games since then, they have scored... Add it up real quick with that Aggie math. 13, 9, nine 21. And 21 in yeah. a loss to the Chargers. And... I think uh, Mike Glennon, who actually played most of the game against the Cowboys earlier in the season, mm-hmm. because was it Jabril Cox that, that injured? It was. Um, on the goal line to Daniel, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. yeah. He only averaged 5.3 yards attempt per attempt on Sunday. They're just not getting chunk plays. and we That's been a problem for the Cowboys, but it's probably been a, as big a problem for the Giants as any offense in the league this year. And, of course, the Cowboys, they do have a chance to clinch the division this week. But let me run through what it what it's going to take for that to happen. <laughs> Cowboys will clinch the NFC East with a win plus an Eagles win versus the Washington football team. And the Cowboys clean, clinch on strength of victory tiebreaker over the Eagles. So it would need a, a win there. Jeez. Then you've got Dallas also clinches the division if they get a win and the Eagles and the Washington football team tie on Sunday. Yeah. So it's there's a chance that it happens. But saying there's a chance. <laughs> it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in that opening segment is, do you really feel threatened by this New York Giants team? No. No? No. They're, 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 they're a wounded... 
I don't know where they, what animal they would be, but they are they're an animal that's low on the totem pole. Peacock. Yeah, probably a peacock, <laughs> and it's a peacock that's wounded. Yeah, it's a wounded peacock. So it's it's it's, 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 a, it's, it's something that you you can identify. <laughs> you can see peacock. it. You can see it. It's nice, bright, and beautiful, but. It's beat down already. Yeah. You know, it wasn't a threat in, to, to begin with. Um, these guys are not good. You know, I, I think last time we, we faced them. I was waiting for you to say that. I was waiting for you to say that line right there. These guys are not good because there was one time earlier in the season you said that. And I didn't want you to say it again. Oh. And it was against the Denver Broncos, leading into the Denver Broncos game. You said that He's exact line. He's pointing his finger at you with some. Yeah. That exact line. Yeah, what, what the hell? I feel like it's I'm like just telling you. Finger. I'm telling you, you said that exact line we were, prior to the Broncos we were, game. So I want you to tell me why this is different. Oh, man, For 10 minutes before you came <laughs> in, we talked about it. Where's the Fido hit at? Can you please <laughs> put the Fido in there? Chris, Chris, you got it? Calm down, Fido. <laughs> Calm down, Fido. There he is. We were talking about parenting before you came in, and that's one thing you teach your kids <laughs> not to do. Finger. You're pointed people. <laughs> Listen, Sorry. Listen, these guys have one guy that can freaking make your life a miserable. Yeah. Who is H-E double hockey stick? It's, it's Saquon. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I mean, and with their offensive line, they, they try everything they can to get the, get the ball in his hands. So you're going to get a full dose of him in the backfield, him at the receiver position, him might be at quarterback. You don't, you don't know what you're going to get yeah. out of that. But he's going to get the ball in his mm-hmm. hands. And you just have to find a way to shut him down. And this entire offense revolves around him. Now, do they have a couple of weapons at receiver? Yes. Yeah. But Tony, like I mentioned before we played them last time, that was the guy that you had to really circle and say, hey, this little sneaky joker right here yeah. can get you. And he did. He got us. But guess what? Now a couple things got him. Unfortunately, you know, so we don't have to worry about him this week. They don't have anybody else that is a huge threat, and they don't have anybody to throw the ball. You know, the guy who's going to be throwing the ball for them this week most likely is somebody that Diggs is hopeful that play, you know, plays against him again because he picked him off last time. And they got Fromm. They picked him up. I don't know. Maybe if there's a rotation if it doesn't go well at quarterback. But I mean, look, yeah, Glennon is probably their likely starter. They got to get Galladay going. I'm not going to do. See, this is the thing, and, and and I've thought about this watching this. I was up early this morning thinking about this. The last time that we underestimated a squad, it was the Denver Broncos. I'm telling you, man. And it was all about them coming in here like, oh man, we feel so good. We got to buy week. We gonna roll them. And boy, were we wrong uh, about that. Look, I don't feel anything about Mike Glennon. I feel, he's a big guy. Um, they came into the league, played for Tampa his first year. But ever, since then, his, his trajectory has been going down. You're right. Saquon is all they have. Uh, but even watching Saquon, he just doesn't trust that knee nope. uh, yet. And it, obviously, it's just with, with the injury, and I think about Dak, too, with coming back from an injury. When does he get to the point where he's trusting himself? You can see it in the way that Saquon is running. Also, Kenny Galladay. You know he's he's serviceable, uh, yes, but yes. he definitely needs a quarterback exactly. in his situation <laughs> to get him the ball, and he yep. doesn't have that. Um, one thing about our defense, and and I alluded to that first half, and just seeing the way that they dominated the Washington football team, I expect them to back that performance up and, and come back to the to, into the Meadowlands or whatever it's called now and beat them down with that same style. They have to attack this team. They do not handle the blitz well. They're at the bottom of the league when you are blitzing them. So, look, letting go of the dogs is would be the time to do this. And, guys, have you ever been, like, watching something on Instagram and just go down the rabbit hole of just looking at the same thing over and over again? So this, is, this guy is a hunter, and he has a bunch of dogs, and he lets his dogs go first, and then his dogs, when they find whatever it is, he's like, oh, okay, really easy way to hunt. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. To your point, when when Jerry let the dogs go, when, who let <laughs> the dogs out? When Jerry was referencing 105.3 The Fan yesterday about the 
second half of the game and let him, and we got to bring everything against the Giants. I think he had visions of Denver in his head, too. You think so? Yeah. Let's not just think we can show up and win this game. And are they more talented? Absolutely. You know, but they got they got to bring it, and I think I think this game is more about themselves defensively than what the Giants present because building off that front seven performance that was as good a performance by a defensive line by the Cowboys that I've seen in a while. And like I think I look PFF said they pressured Kyle Allen and Heineke twenty times in the game, sacked wow. him five times. Dak was pressured thirteen times by comparison. Mm. It was a lot of pressure in his face. Yep. So that just shows you what they accomplished. Fresh. 11 guys in there. Mm. Build off of that, man. Mm. That, that, that's uh, that's what they're going to be trying to do. And where would you compare the New York Giants offensive line compared to the Washington football offensive line? Oh, uh, what do you guys think? I don't know. That, that, I mean, both have struggled. Probably 70, 75% is good. Yeah. Mm. Am I wrong in saying no, that? You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's an opportunity here to build on that yeah. performance. It's kind no, of what this, I'm leading at. Yeah. yeah, this offensive line isn't, you know, I, I don't I, – Again, put some respect on the name. Um, I just feel as though I want to. I want to. Can I have eleven elevens? Is is there a possible way to get ten other guys like this one guy on the field at one time? Wouldn't that be nice? You Man, want eleven bazookas? That's what I want. He wants. A, he wants a bulk order because you know <laughs> you got, you got the free trial. You love Man, it. Let's get the bulk. Let's bring in ten is, more. <laughs> I mean, just watching it, and, and sometimes you have to, with all the hype and everything, you have to ask yourself, like, am I really? Come on, is it really happening like this? And you could tell offensive linemen don't know what to do with him when he the Washington football team was in disarray when we had our five guys on their five guys. They, the, It was a matchup nightmare. And we're going to compare all the way through the end of the year who he is and LT, whoever else you want. But maybe this guy is one of one. Maybe we hadn't seen anything like this. I maybe yesterday. Yeah. Maybe the, the way that the, the versatility that he plays with from edge to linebacker and other things that he does out in coverage, we just hadn't seen from a defensive player. So, I mean, it, it is it is for me, I'm sure for Demarcus Lawrence, I'm sure for Randy Gregory, this is something that these guys are like, my God, this is everything. Because you can't chip me if I'm D-Law. You can't chip me anymore. Mm. And Neville Gallimore, Neville Gallimore on that one play, it's like when your mama called and said, hey, I'm outside, come help me get the groceries, and you have to put as much in your hands as you can. He carried this center like groceries yeah, to the quarterback. <laughs> that was amazing, dog. Neville Gallimore, dog, that is it right there. Man. Mama, I'm on my way. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm coming. I'm coming. He carried them groceries, boy. <laughs> He's got six plastic bags. In your oh, each hand, though. Yeah. Oh, each hand. Nice. Uh, before we head into our second break, how about this stat? This was circulating on Cowboys Twitter earlier in the week. Through 13 games, Micah Parsons has more sacks, more tackles, more tackles for loss, and more quarterback hits than Khalil Mack did in his entire Defensive Player of the Year season back in Ooh. 2016. That's crazy. More than Khalil Mack's DPOI in 2016. He has 12 sacks versus 11, 75 tackles versus 73, 17 tackles for loss versus uh, 14, and then 27 versus 26 quarterback hits. And I wrote about this last week. If you want to compare him in the player of the year race to Miles Garrett Mm. or T.J. Watt, significantly less snaps rushing the passer. So you almost have to graded on a curve what he's doing yeah and so the sacks he's not first in sacks but man he Those would be if you yeah if he rushed all the time he's uh and dan quinn said yesterday you know well about lt what about lawrence taylor 
LT maybe the greatest defensive player of all time. So that's a hard comparison to make for anybody. But mm-hmm. like just from a player standpoint, like he said, you kind of knew where LT was going to line up. That's the beauty of Bike. You have no idea where he's going to be. Yep. So changing the game yeah. at the moment, the yeah. way that he's playing here in his rookie season. All right. When we come back. Let's talk a little bit more about what this defense can do and how much of a challenge this offense is going to present when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. Mm. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more Essilor on Talking <laughs> Cowboys. That was like the infomercial version of of the, the Mike Toss. I like keep that. keep you on the toes. <laughs> Very nicely done by Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Quickly, a happy birthday shout out. Woo! John Nelson from Liverpool, England. He's Let's been a listener go. to the Man, Cowboys John. show, nice. talking Cowboys since the jump. Love John. His son's birthday. Wanted a birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Christian. Happy birthday, Christian. I was about to say happy birthday, John, but you, you yeah, threw me yeah. a curveball there you, at the you, end. I said that. My John. bad. It's Chris. Well, have a great day, John, but happy birthday, Christian. There it How is. about that? There it is. Liverpool. Let's go from Liverpool all the way across the pond. All right, I've got a question for you guys. I need you to tell me truthfully because I feel like we need to at least address it. Okay. How far can this defense carry the Dallas Cowboys in these final four games of the year and then into the playoffs even if the offense doesn't figure things out on their side of the football? <laughs> if the offense doesn't see an uptake or Oof. get back to where they were <laughs> – how far can this defense take you? You're, you're crazy, man. <laughs> I like you. But I you're like crazy. You, but you crazy. Uh, they'll get through this season. 
They get through the season, but playoffs don't have any hopes. You don't think they can win a playoff game for you? No. Why is that? It's the playoffs. And you're going to get everybody's best. Even if even if you don't get teams' best, most teams are going to be healthy. And even teams that are not clicking healthy, healthy when they're when they're healthy, they're going to put up points. Mm-hmm. They're going to put up points. Hmm. Why are you looking over here at me? You go. Rob's got a nice look on. <laughs> my, my answer is who who are you playing? I mean, like you know, because they're playing three teams out of four that are struggling offensively this year. The Cardinals are not. So I think. Asking the defense to just carry the day against Arizona is going to be difficult. And yeah, Isaiah's right. You get in the playoffs, and right now, I think if the playoffs started today, it'd be a four-five matchup against the Rams. I mean, you're, you'd be asking the defense to just shut down Matt Stafford in that offense, and I, I think they've got to be more complimentary than they are if they want to go where they want to go. I think the Cowboys' defense could beat at least the six and seven seeds. I mean, San Francisco is the sixth seed at the moment. I think they could beat San Francisco with just the got defense to be playing more well. Careful. Washington, I, you've already done it. I think you could beat Washington if they're the seventh seed. But well, if it's anything be. five and above, no, yeah. no, that's not happening. Name off the other teams. Rams, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. No, it's not happening. No, I, I'm just I'm with P on that. It depends on who you play. But there are just some things about last season that I think that it feels so much better about, especially where they are right now on third down. They're first in the league on third down. It means these guys are getting off the field. The one thing that happened last year was when the when the offense turned the ball over. I don't know what that is categorize is with if the offense turned the ball over it's almost automatic that the other opposing team's offense was going to score they've shored up that and that just doesn't lead to a hundred percent touchdown rate for the other team I just feel like this defense man the way that they're clicking the way that they're getting these turnovers again whomever they play if they force turnovers uh and get the offense the ball back in favorable field position that could uh, lead you to squeak out some easy wins. But when you're talking about playing against the Green Bays and Tampa Bays and Arizonas, you're going to have to play clean and error-free football, and you're going to need for your offense to put up some some points. Got to have that breathing room, right? Got to have it. Mm. So, All that being said, this defense is showing signs that they can be special. Oh yeah, so that's encouraging. That's kind of where that's kind of where I'm leaning toward it because we've talked about identity change, but still at this point, you know, it's not a true identity change because of what you have on the offensive side of the football. Yeah. You you still fully expect, and I think all four of us, including Chris and including pretty much the majority of the people in this building, expect the offense to figure it out in the yeah. final month. Beginning of the season, all we talked about is just if this defense can be middle of the road. Yep. Yeah, if they could be fifteen, they're not middle of the road. No, they could be. They're twenty third total in, in, on defense right now. So yeah. I mean, that's that's not middle of the road no. yet. You know, so there's a lot of work to be desired. That's why these last couple of games are so important for this team. And that's why I think everyone is like, man, we cannot let up off the pedal. Uh, yes, they had a great performance versus Washington. But I think that confidence going into the end of the season is going to be just as important for our defense. Going back to when the Giants won the Super Bowl. It was the defense that carried that. Mm-hmm. But it was the defense at the end of the year that just started smacking teams oh, down. That that was the reason they were able to go into Green Bay and get a victory on the road because, man, you had some dogs up front. I think we have the makings of that. Mm-hmm. You know, We just have to see that confidence building continue. 
It was the defense and then Isaiah Stanback and his great no. work on special teams. I just think specifically too, well for sure. And and <laughs> you only you look at the the offensive line particularly too. I mean, and the matchups you may see in the playoffs. I don't want to go all the way to the playoffs, but I mean, we talked about the Rams. We talked yeah. they played the Bucks. Those defensive lines are yeah ridiculous. And that's you know, a good point too. You want Tyron Smith to get healthy here in the next couple of weeks, so that's not a problem in the postseason. That's the matchups that I think could really dictate what the offense can do mm-hmm. uh, once you get in the postseason. Bring back Connor Williams for uh, for Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got we got somebody to put up hey, a fight. Oxnard, up. man, that was fun. Yeah. You see what Aaron Donald did on the first oh play of, uh, of the game? Oh my god! Yeah. Talk yeah, about Ky- getting the groceries. And, and yeah, and Kyler Murray tried to turn around and run, and who did he run into? Yeah, Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's finally, finally, from as bad as they look, man. Their defense, they played that game without Ramsey. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Not a good sign. They're still good. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna figure it out too. And hopefully, the Cowboys are right in that conversation. Absolutely. They're nine and four. We're gonna figure it out. And tomorrow, mm. let's talk about how they can do that. Bridge, yeah. Cowboys offense versus the Giants <laughs> defense is what we're previewing tomorrow's matchup. And then, of course, we've got say it with you, Chest Friday yes. coming up. Later in the week, we'll have some fun with that as always. But that's it for us here on this edition of Talking Cowboys. For Chris Beam in the back, for Rob Phillips or Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!